Wednesday night, a superior court judge ruled that two strip clubs can remain open during the latest COVID-19 shutdown. In the ruling, Superior Court Judge Joel Wolfield went a step further, saying that restaurants can also remain open during the worsening pandemic. The breadth and depth of this ruling is still being sorted out, but some restaurants have chosen to use this opportunity to resume some outdoor dining. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. To understand what's going on, which is a developing breaking news situation, for the record, it's 1.32 p.m., so things could change later today. We have two members of the Union Tribune staff on to explain, Dana Littlefield, who is the public safety editor, and Laurie Weisberg, who covers tourism and hospitality. Let's start by bringing people up to speed. How is it that two strip clubs became the factor that ended up challenging these COVID rules? Well, uh, like many businesses, um, the strip clubs have been hit hard by these shutdowns and by the kind of cyclical nature of, you know, what we've all been experiencing. It's on, it's off, it's on, it's off. And so this has been a real um, hit to their bottom line. And so they went to court to uh, to seek a temporary injunction. This is back in November, um, which would essentially say that they could, you know, if granted the injunction, which they were, um, it would allow them to keep operating. And so what the latest development in the Superior Court has been the preliminary injunction, which was granted by the judge, which extends that previous temporary order. Mm -hmm. And walk me through the reasoning that the judge used in this ruling to broaden this just from the two people who were litigate, two organizations that were litigating to county restaurants as well. Can you explain that? Well, so the the ruling essentially said that the strip clubs, it's Pacers and Cheetahs, that they could keep operating amid the most recent shutdown orders. But there was an additional um, portion of the ruling that said, and I want to make sure that I'm getting the wording right, so I'm looking down here, um, it says... Uh, this also applies to San Diego County businesses with restaurant service. So um, you can you can eat in a strip club and there are also restaurants, as we all know. So there is a bit of confusion now as to what that wording means. Does it mean all restaurants? Um, we're hearing some rumblings that maybe the ruling doesn't, in fact, apply to all restaurants. There are some who interpret it as meaning simply these kinds of, of, of businesses, strip clubs, that also serve food from time to time. So there's there's very much some, you know, kind of fuzziness to this this ruling that we're trying to sort out today. What did the judge mean exactly? How broad does this go? And some of that might be addressed later this afternoon. And and we should point and we should point out that um up until the recent regional shutdown or stay-at-home order. Um, San Diego remains in the purple tier and under that most restrictive tier of the state's reopening system, they could not have indoor dining, but they could have outdoor dining. Once this regional stay-at-home order went into effect, it got rid of outdoor dining too. So restaurants were limited to just um, take takeout and um, delivery. So even if this ruling reopened outdoor dining, I think the, the restaurants would be thrilled. But of course, the cheetahs and pacers, they also allow their, their indoor operations. So they're wondering, do we get to do indoor dining? 
Is it just outdoor dining? Is it, or is it no dining at all? As as, as Dana pointed out, and that and that therein lies the confusion. But it gave them such hope because um, a recent case where the local restaurant, uh, local some local restaurants and gyms, on behalf of all restaurants and gyms, filed a suit trying to get this regional uh, stay at home order shut down. That failed in court, mm-hmm. but they here here the, uh, the these nightlife venues succeeded. So they're. They're looking for any kind of glimmer of hope to get reopened as soon as possible. And I do yeah. want to point out, excuse me, I, I just want to say that that Greg, reporter Greg Moran, he worked with Lori on this story yesterday. And we had all these questions yesterday. What does this mean? Um, how far does this go? And Greg tried to get that information, you know, ask these questions directly of both the county, uh, the attorneys who represent the county, as well as the attorneys who represent the strip club. But we weren't getting a lot of clarification from them because they don't know. So that is something that, you know, Greg, as we speak, is still trying to get those answers. And I know, Laura, you're working hard on this as as well. There's a lot of confusion at this point as to what this ruling means. And as you say, even the county not knowing what it meant in the very short term, said it would hold off um, enforcing the, the stay-at-home order for restaurants until it could get clarity. And here we here we are this afternoon, waiting awaiting that clarity, which may come in this afternoon hearing. Sure. Yeah, and just for this uh, for some context and clarification, we are currently under the tiered reopening system, which we are in the purple tier. And on top of that, there's that statewide stay-at-home order, which is determined based on ICU availability. Uh, there was just a breaking news alert from the Los Angeles Times that our region, the Southern California region, has fallen to 0% ICU capacity. So until that goes to at least 15%, can things return to that purple tier status? So we're in a shutdown in a shutdown, which kind of makes things a little more confusing because these rules from the, the governor have changed multiple times during the pandemic. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so what have we heard from San Diego County in responding to this ruling? Because if I remember correctly, they were the ones that uh, first tried to shut down Pacers and Cheetahs. Well, there was a bit, uh, I'll let Lori um, address that more if she knows, but uh, there was some confusion on this yesterday because what we were hearing was, you know, directly from um, representatives of the county was what Lori just mentioned moments ago, that they were looking at the ruling they were um, you know, discussing it internally, and in the short term, they were not going to enforce the shutdown orders. They were, they were not going to do enforcement in the, the restaurants. So we had that as of yesterday. Um, there were some emails uh, from uh, certain representatives of the county saying, well, this does mean that the restaurants can open up, but that wasn't entirely clear to us. Um, We had no confirmation as to whether that was indeed the case. So we're hoping now to get more information today from those county representatives. What does this mean? How will you move forward? These are all still open questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think the Board of Supervisors themselves I think they want a meet and close session potentially and and take action, but they're they're stymied because they want clarity too. While I don't think they um, favored um, having these inter- these nightclub venues reopen, they may feel differently uh, if restaurants are involved. But the restaurants were never part of this lawsuit. They just right. they came in only by virtue of the judge's ruling, who suddenly 
we think included restaurants, but he says businesses that, you know, offer restaurant service. So um, I know we keep saying the same thing. It is, it is unclear. And so we're, we're, but you you have a lot of restaurants who are excited about the ruling. And there's also a, we should point out a big, I shouldn't know. I don't know how big, but a decent contingent of restaurants that we already know who have been defying the order uh, Mm. because they, they don't believe it's fair. So of course that's buoying their efforts that they've stayed open despite the threat of cease and desist orders and alcohol beverage control coming down on them. So um, that gives some substance to their their efforts to stay open despite the order and whatever it means. Mm-hmm. And Lori, uh, you spoke to some restaurateurs uh, yesterday. What was their reaction to this sudden news? Uh, they were initially excited, but but again, at least the ones I spoke with were were cautious about it because, as one restaurateur told me, you know. You read into the ruling based on your biases of what you hope it means. And, and even some of the restaurant's attorneys were reading it, hoping to divine what it means. So they were reading it kind of with a bias of, oh, we hope it means that we can reopen. So they're, they're excited. But we also know that some restaurants, even if it were to temporarily mean they could reopen, are going to stay in what we're calling hibernation mode because they've been so... Um, as Dina pointed out, so subject to these on again, off again cycles of reopenings and closing, it's very costly to to lay off your workers, hire them back, lay them off, hire them back, retrain new ones um, that many have decided until there's a little more stability in this pandemic and we start to see infection rates decrease and hospitalizations decrease, that they're hibernating over the winter to maybe January, February, um, until they can see a clear road ahead um, because it's just too um, volatile to keep going through this process. But there are others that can turn on a dime and may stay open if that's what indeed this ruling means. Yeah, not to mention when it comes to how you respond to operating in the pandemic, it's become political just like everything else. So, you know, for some restaurants, it may be safer to stay hibernating and say they're following the rules while there are others that have kind of staked their claim on the other side saying that, you know, they want to stay open because they think it's their right to do so. So it's kind of interesting how that national debate is playing out just kind of on your your main street of different eateries. Right, right. And and I'm, you have to wonder how quickly... Um, Governor Newsom and the State Department of Public Health will, will enter the fray and and um, try to respond to this ruling uh, because um, Governor Newsom's made it clear throughout that as, as, as difficult as these decisions have been to shut down businesses, um, he and um, the head of the public health department at the state level feel very strongly that this is what's needed. It's just got gotten too out of control. So I, you know, I I don't know how willing that the state level officials will be to bend to this rule and say, you know what, we're going to step back. We we made maybe we made a mistake. We acted too hastily. I I think they're going to stand firm, especially when you see these ICU rates just plummeting. Not so much in Northern California, but in Southern California, um, it's it's been pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, this was the whole thing about flattening the curve uh, because the hospitalizations are so high and the ACUs are overwhelmed. This is the exact thing that people were warning about way back in March. And it should be noted that the judge in his ruling, he does acknowledge the need for these safety measures and these safety protocols. So he's not saying, you know, throw it all out the window. 
but the ruling says the language of the ruling is that you know these these strip clubs and these um, businesses with restaurant service, as we keep noting, um, you know they have been abiding by the health and safety protocols and should continue to abide by health and safety protocols, but no greater. And I'm quoting here: no greater than is essential to control the spread of COVID-19. Now that phrase, in and of itself is subject to interpretation as well. Um, but it should be noted, he's, you know, th this ruling does not completely ignore the need for safety protocols in this dangerous environment that we're in. It's simply that he is dialing back from what um, we are seeing coming from both the county and the state as mm -hmm. pertains to these particular types of businesses. So as we are still in the middle of this kind of breaking news situation, uh, can both of you recap some of the key questions that still remain? Uh, Lori, could you go first? Um, can you recap the questions uh, related to this ruling? Yeah, well, what, what are things we still need to find answers yeah, for? So I think the key question is, does it indeed apply to all restaurants? Meaning, does it mean that they can stay open? And if it does mean they can stay open beyond takeout and delivery, is it only for outdoor dining in keeping with what the judge says, you know, no, no prohibitions or no rules greater than what's necessary? Or does it mean indoor too, because we're going to let um, cheetahs and pacers be indoors? So yeah, so is it, can we still operate for dining? Is it outdoor only? Is it outdoor and indoor? So I think those are the two key questions. Mm -hmm. At least um, in terms of the restaurant, in terms of the, in terms of the restaurants and, and for how long and what are, Yes, I wholeheartedly agree. Those are the major questions that need need answering. And once we get the answers to those those questions, we of course want to know what's the next step for, for the county. Uh, what will the county's response be in court to what the clarified ruling actually lays out? Um, would there be you know some type of appeal process? Um, you know, and how how broadly does this go? This is a a, a San Diego case in county, you know, in San Diego County, in the Superior Court, but is this something that could have broader implications? Um, that's something we are interested in knowing as well, but we don't know at this point. And if it were to be appealed, would that, um, would that appeal stay the judge's order and the, uh, or would the judge's order continue to stay or would that order be lifted until appeal is settled? Um, and Because we know that in Los Angeles County, there was a, a case where the restaurants themselves sued over LA's decision before the stay-at-home order to shut down outdoor dining. The LA County just shut it down. They were successful in that lawsuit and a judge sided with the restaurants, but, but said that he was letting the stay-at-home order supersede his ruling for now. So in this case, what would an appeal do? Would it would it allow restaurants to continue operating or, or not? That that's another question in the in the legal process going forward. And on that point, Lori, uh, you've done some reporting when it comes to how uh, Newsom in the state, you know, thinks about closures and reopenings during the pandemic. Can you kind of recap some of the reporting you've done and kind of what this informs your reporting on this current situation? Well, one of the comparisons I'd like to make, theme parks um, in, in San Diego and throughout California have been closed completely since since the March uh, shutdown. But um, in other parts of the country, in Florida, they've remained open. And so the theme parks have made the argument, look, we haven't had any problems 
in Florida and elsewhere, Governor, why are you not letting us reopen, you know, shortly? Why can't we open? Because there haven't been problems. And and Governor Newsom's response is that he still thinks these are areas where lots of people gather and he is not ready to bend the rules for them. So he's staying really f- firm. The reason I'm pointing this out is he's staying very firm on theme parks, despite their threats to sue the state and beyond. Um, he he doesn't want to budge from that. And I and so in the same way, I don't think and I could be completely wrong. He's going to want to budge from his decision to shut down restaurants as part of his stay at home order. Uh, I think he he he's seeing a pandemic out of control. It's a, a surge far worse than we we expected earlier this year. And I, I think he's thinking that there has to be a fairly wide shutdown in order to get these numbers under control, of course, along with vaccines. Mm-hmm. Certainly. And uh, when it comes to getting some of those new answers, uh, what's your best guess on when we might get some of those answers, Dana? Well, um, there is a court matter this afternoon. It's an ex parte hearing. Um, I, I don't know the particulars. We don't know the particulars of, of what will be discussed. Um, we imagine that there will be an effort made there to get some clarification on the order. Um, so Greg Moran is going to be following that and seeing what information he can get from the attorneys. And we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Lori Weisberg. Dana Littlefield, thank you both so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix. If you want to include the San Diego Union Tribune in your morning routine, check out our daily flash briefing. Every weekday morning, hear a quick summary of the day's top stories. Just search San Diego Union Tribune wherever you get your podcasts, including smart speakers. Until next time.